1: I love fighting and I and I think there's there's unfinished business and, and I've you know there's 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 a couple of good people behind the scenes and I don't have to deal with certain people certain person anymore <laughs> so it's always nice when you don't got you don't see eye to eye with, with one person. It's Crystal brother
0: That's a great question look at you man with you. The powerful question. <laughs> Woo
1: This is the Chris Van Vliet show Chris Van Vleet show
0: but ladies and gentlemen, Chris Van Fleet. All right, welcome on in to the Chris Van Fleet Show. Hope you're doing great. This episode is brought to you by Indeed and Bet Online. And you know, the whole idea behind this podcast, the whole idea behind these interviews, is deconstructing greatness. It's about finding out what makes great people so great. And getting insight into what habits they have, what routines they have, that take them to that next level. And we've done a lot of MMA interviews recently. Vitor Balfour, Amy Miocic, Ariel Hawani. You know, I guess Daniel Pewter fits into that category kind of as well. And now we've got former UFC middleweight champion Luke Rockhold with us. He stars in a new movie called Cage Fighter, which is available right now on demand. It also stars... John Moxley, Christian, Chuck Liddell, and Gina Gershon. And we get into how this all came together for Luke. But if it's your first time here, now make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify. And if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, if you're listening to this on your iPhone right now, maybe you could leave a review and a rating. It'd be so great if you could. And I'm going to keep reading one out on every single episode until we get to that goal of 2,000 Reviews. This one comes from Jay. And wow, there was a it's a lot of numbers after his name here. This is J59122345. <clears throat> okay. We'll just call you Jay. CVV has the positivity 2020 needs. That's a nice title. Wow. Thank you. CVV is a tremendous interviewer. His love for what he does and his positivity really shines through in all of his interviews. Keep doing what you're doing. CVV. Well, I have no plans to stop, Jay. And thank you so much for the review. And I'll make you a deal. I'll make you a deal. I will keep doing what I'm doing. And you keep doing what you're doing. How's that sound? All right. We got ourselves a deal. Now, I call Luke Rockhold a renaissance man during this interview. And I really think that's the best way to describe him. I mean, sure. Yes. He's a UFC fighter, but he's also a model, a skateboarder, a surfer. He talks here about wrestling a steer. He was a guest on the TV show Millionaire Matchmaker, and now he's an actor. And we talk about his role in the new movie Cage Fighter, and we talk about how fighting in a movie is so vastly different from actually fighting in real life. And speaking of fighting, we talk about why he's back in the UFC. Also... I should point out that he's driving during this interview. Well, he's not, he's not driving, but he's in a car that is being driven down the freeway here. So I'm just trying to set the mood for this interview. So I, I'm, you know, sitting where I usually do the interviews, as you know, and he's driving. So if maybe it cuts out a little bit, you'll understand why. He was, I believe, I believe he was driving north on the 405, which is, you know, very busy freeway in Los Angeles. So here we go. Put your hands together, my friends. For Luke Rockhold. Well, he's one of the stars of the new film *Cage Fighter*, which is available now. Luke Rockhold, how are you?
1: Doing pretty good. As good as can be. Got a current situation.
0: Yeah. Wh- what's going on here?
1: Um, I had a had a, just a string of unfortunate incidents, and my pinky toe, of all things, is was rupture the tendon was ruptured, it was subluxed and the capsule was busted. So it wasn't exactly a great situation. So I had to have it basically reconstruct reconstructing my pinky toe.
0: Are you still able to train?
1: I can't really I mean I can't really do too much right now. My shoulder's still healing up too. Um so the two surgeries I've had in the last six months, I believe. Wow. So just kinda waiting on these two to now kinda of, kinda of gives my shoulder more time to heal up too. So it's a uh, work around it. Stay, keep keep the physical therapy going. Stay strong.
0: Well, I know there was talk of you wanting to have a fight, you know, in twenty twenty. Is this going to now derail those plans?
1: Twenty twenty is pretty ambitious, but it shouldn't it shouldn't be too far off in twenty twenty one. If if anything.
0: Well, the hope then, you know, maybe in twenty twenty one you'll be doing this in front of a crowd too. Yeah.
1: Hopefully, yes, in front of the crowd. That that would be like the most fortunate situation. I, I don't know how I feel about this fighting in front of no crowd. You know, it's kinda like kinda takes a lot away from the fight game the oh, whole scene itself, you know. You want you want those emotions, you want that you want that that energy and uh, that pressure kinda that's what makes it all worthwhile for me.
0: But I heard someone make the, make the argument recently that this is like the most pure form of combat that you could have. You know, the, the matches aren't being influenced by the judges. The judges aren't being influenced by the, the crowd's reaction to this. I mean, I suppose a case could be made for that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, a case could be made for that, but it also takes the pressure away from, you know, the, the people that, you know, the pressure gets to a lot of people. And that's the beauty of, of fighting and, and coming up onto that stage is, being completely fearless and uh having big cojones you know you step in front of 20,000 fans and you got to perform you know I think this this might be easier for a lot of people
0: so before the injury to your pinky toe was there did you have a fight lined up or were you heading in that direction
1: we were heading in the direction my shoulder still needed time to heal so it was just I of know everything is I guess like a blessing in disguise we're just, we're just going to take that for what it is and let it heal, let everything in the body kind of come together.
0: Well, let's talk about this film. Cage Fighter has a stacked cast. It's you and it's Chuck Liddell and it's Gina Gershon and it's John Moxley. How did this all come together for you?
1: Um, you know, I, my agency, they, they linked me up with a few things and the director had known about me and you uh, I was... I was fairly open to dabbling in the, in the movie, just seeing seeing what it's like. And given that it was a cage fighter, I was like ah, what better fit for me to to test this, these waters? And um, I read through the script a little bit, and uh, I had like a uh, I had a Skype call with the director, he liked me a lot. I read in for it for the part, and uh, they liked my, my read. And sure enough, you know, I got the part, got the role, and joined forces with my, my man Chuck the and. Everyone else is really really good. Good people on cast. Good good crew. Fun fun time.
0: Have you been bitten by the acting bug? Is this the first of many films we'll see you in?
1: Um, I don't know um, if I've completely been bitten, um, but it's uh, it, it's a it was a fun experience. Um, I still have like some other things left to do. Uh, fighting, I still feel like I want to fight more, and I don't want to take away too much from that right now. Um, maybe down the line. Fighting, fighting, acting, it's fun. It just depends on, on the role, I think. You know, it's like playing something more realistic, I think, makes more sense. It's more fun. I, I don't like faking too much in life. I like I like I like doing real shit. So um, if, it, if it, depending on the roles and how, how they play and what's what, you know, and who the cast may be, and could in, influence my decisions for sure.
0: How different is movie fighting from actual fighting?
1: It's a uh, it's it's a big difference depending on obviously how, what you encounter along the way. Um, the guys had had quite the quite the match, Moxley and him, and there were some injuries that took place. The last couple of fight scenes I know were uh, they were tough to get through. For, for my man Alex, took some uh, took some beatings, and I think his he like tore his hamstring or something. He, it was bad. <laughs> he, was, he was he was fighting a lot, fighting in there, trying to fight through the last scenes. Um, not in the best condition.
0: This isn't supposed to be happening on a movie set. No one's supposed to be getting hurt.
1: Yeah, yeah. real, real injuries. Shit happens, you know. They're not supposed to get injured in professional wrestling, too, right? But
0: this is true. It happens. Yeah. Well, since this is a you know combat sport film, I mean, I'm curious to hear what you think is the greatest combat sport film of all time.
1: I mean, if you give, if you want my perspective as a... A child, it's Bloodsport.
0: <laughs> sure.
1: I mean, I don't know if I go... I mean, I haven't seen it in a while, but, you know, you go back and watch it, I'm sure. Might change a bit, you know, <laughs> but but um, I, I thought it was, it was uh, obviously Bloodsport was my my jam
0: thing that okay. got me. I think good Bloodsport's t- going to be on most people's list. I think Rocky's going to be on a lot of people's list as well.
1: Yeah, uh, I'd say so. I, yeah, I thought Warrior was, was pretty good for some of the current I thought that it was pretty well done, decently, decently well done.
0: Well, and this one as well. Have you seen it yet?
1: I, I've seen it, and I'm, I'm uh, it, and it's like a countdown show. It's like it's 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 kind of a different vibe, a different feel, and, and uh, you know, I, I got into it. I was, I don't know, I, what would you think? I, I have a might have a skewed perception, but I, you know, I, I liked it. I think it was a very interesting, you know, angle and, and perspective on how to shoot it.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. And John Moxley was like incredibly unlikable in the film, which I think uh, means he did the job right.
1: Character. Yeah, I didn't I didn't get any set time with, with John, but he seemed like like a good dude. Seemed like he, he can play his, play his role for sure.
0: You know, when you look at everything that you've done, including fighting, but everything else, you're like like a modern-day renaissance man. Like I I'm on your Instagram and your wrestling steers like i feel like there's nothing that you won't do
1: yeah that's that's pretty much the <laughs> pretty much it i don't know I, I, whatever is challenging in life i'm not comfortable in my comfort zone you know so i find the most challenging things in life and i think that brings out true character and uh in so many ways some for better for worse but you know, hey it's, it's exciting it's challenging it's scary i want to do it
0: is this like the way you've always been or is this something that as you went into your teenage years, you're like, you know, I'm going to start taking some more risks.
1: I think it came on pretty early. You know, I think, I think for me is the biggest thing was like judo. I did judo when I was about five or six years old and I started training in the kindergarten. And uh, it's like kind of the first time, like being, you know, being out of the protection of your parents and putting, put on a stage of competition against another kid and him, you know belittling belittling you and beating you up and like putting you on like you know schoolyard throwing you in your head it's like i remember it hurt like like i've never felt anything in life and all i wanted was redemption and i think it's it's been built into me since, since such a young age that i always wanted to just fight back and and succeed and, and uh be the, be the best at whatever i did and, do whatever was was hardest I don't know I was always was, I was always antagonize my brothers and their friends and take my lickings and come back and just keep going just keep keep fighting back
0: even though sports may have taken a little bit of a break in 2020 your business didn't. you have to keep moving and that makes hiring more important than ever indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there's no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire that you need, just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering listeners of our show a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash bluewire. This is their best offer available anywhere, so go right now to indeed.com slash bluewire. Terms and conditions apply, offer valid through December 31st. And the wait is over, my friends. We finally have football again. Now, you may not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action At Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off by wagering on wins, division, and championship futures. You can do it all day. Every day. So head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. Bet Online, your online sports book experts. Growing up here in California, you were in like a really athletic family. So, what was your best sport growing up, and what was your worst sport growing up?
1: I did, I did just about everything growing up. I mean, maybe if I would say anything, maybe maybe baseball. All right. Baseball, baseball. The only the only comp team I didn't make.
0: <laughs> but, I mean, I know you're a surfer. I know they're, they're surfing in your family. Was that ever, you know, MMA wasn't really a thing when you were younger. Did you ever think about surfing being a profession for you?
1: Um, I mean, like, for a brief moment, I I wrestled through junior high and high school, and and there was was no professional outlet in wrestling. There was no money to be made, and just torturous college wrestling. And I've been to, like, the extreme wrestling camps in high school, and I knew what college was going to be like, and I kind of got screwed, but towards the end of my, my high school career, so... I knew it wasn't going to be wrestling, I'll tell you that. <laughs> I was like, there wasn't anything going on, no money to be made. And I was going to put myself through that. And I didn't, he didn't really foresee fighting as like that the, the, the avenue you know, to, to expand to. But um, yeah, surfing, skateboarding, I was better at skateboarding, honestly. It was pretty good at a, at a certain point. And uh, I started doing shit after high school and I started getting better and better. And I thought I was just, you know, going to, Earlier I thought I'd be thought about fighting when I was a young kid seeing the voice voice crazy. I was like, I wanna do this one day, i want to do this and kind of drifted out and then jujitsu kinda of brought it back in and I started winning big tournaments in jiu-jitsu and seeing how prevalent jujitsu was in fighting, knowing my wrestling background and knowing the fact that I've could street fight quite well. Uh, and I didn't mind getting punched and throwing throwing punches. So I finally finally I put it together.
0: You know, since we mentioned it earlier and you talked about wrestling here, what kind of technique goes into wrestling a steer?
1: More than I know. Um, this is the, so I did, it, I did it two years in a row now. I took second place two years in a row by one second. I don't think they want me to win this as an outsider coming into Montana. I think they have something against me. They penalized me 10 seconds. I flipped the bull in three seconds last time and, and I ended up losing by to another guy who, flipped it 13 seconds and I was like 13 with the 10 second penalty. so I mean it, you gotta like you, you gotta hold the bowl and then you gotta you can't really hold it you can't lock on on the neck until you get out of the chute you just gotta flip the bowl to its back so you gotta expose its back kind of like wrestling and it's just it's just a, a rotation kind of you know suplexing kind of kind of style <laughs> I don't know. You gotta, you gotta just, you gotta have some big balls and you have some fun with it. You know, it's, it's, there's nothing scarier than bull riding. For me, it's like those guys are the biggest gangsters in the world. To get on top of a bull, I mean, I'm too, I'm big. I'm, I'm a big guy, and I'm gonna, I'm going I'm gonna go that route as steer wrestling. It should be my thing as more so than getting on a bull. So I'm gonna take that route. I'm gonna take the easy way out of out, off of getting on that bull. <laughs> Maybe
0: is one is day, but, is you wrestling anything uh, those like... Balls,
1: those balls are scary. scary is it anything scary, like wrestling scary. a person? Um, I mean, there's, there's some transfer, but I mean, you gotta, it's all field for sure. You know, just flip, flipping the thing. So hold on and get mean and get nasty.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, mean, I don't know. I, I don't think I could ever do that. It just looked incredibly impressive what you were doing.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's I mean, it's a wrestling match. Wrestling match with the bull.
0: It's a wrestling match with the bull. And I would say you want
1: for, for all the people for all the people that want to knock it. I mean, rest, I mean, bulls just are just like dogs. They fight each other. They have fun fighting each other. I mean, what's the point of a you know a little two hundred pound man up against a five hundred pound bull? I mean, you think it'd be fun for the bull, right? For all the haters <laughs> out there.
0: You know, keeping with this Renaissance man thing, I, I was so blown away when I saw that you started modeling and then I saw your campaign with Ralph Lauren, which, I mean, I feel like you're the perfect person for this, but there's not a lot of MMA guys that I think could pull this off.
1: Pull off a lot of things that nobody else would do. So what, what else are we here for if you can't do things that I, somebody else can't? You know, kind of drives, drives you to live a little bit, right?
0: Was that something that you pursued? Or did they pursue you for this?
1: Um, I mean, I think I, I fell into conflict with, with negotiations with the UFC and trying to trying to big dick me and trying to fuck with me after I lost the title. And I wasn't one to be dicked around, and, and I just used it as an outlet to leverage myself to uh, to get more respect, you know, in negotiations. And I fucking did. <laughs> Right, damn right I did. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, given given the way that Dana and and, and they were treating me, I was uh, I was I was out to I was out to get gain my respect and just not not rely upon them. Too many people rely upon them, and that's why the the MMA is in its current state because they dictate. You know, they only give as much as they they want. Uh, you know, people, people need to know their worth. If you don't know your worth, someone's going to tell you your worth and it's going to be less than your worth. That's something that everyone should always live by And the end of the fight game. The fight game is fucking corrupt, gangster, cutthroat world. These motherfuckers aren't here to, they don't got your back. The guys are, guys are pieces of shit and negotiate on the other end. And you got to fucking come with a big dick and a big pair of balls.
0: With all this said then, you know, why go back?
1: Um, I love fighting and I, and I think there's there's unfinished business and, and I've, you know, there's, there's, there's a couple of good people behind the scenes and I don't have to deal with certain people, certain person anymore. <laughs> so it's always nice when you don't got, You don't see eye to eye with, with one person, but there's a, you know, the it's changed a bit and there's other people in power and people that can boot numbers. So I have a good relationship with one or two. <laughs> Maybe one I don't have a good relationship
0: with. Well, again, Cage Fighter is in theaters now and available on demand now. Luke, thanks for taking us for a ride with you today.
1: Yeah. Well, Lucy, you
0: got my girl over there. I'm glad. Thank you so much. Appreciate your time. All right. Well, there we go, my friends. He's just. He's just such an interesting guy. I mean, he looks at something that he wants to do and goes, oh, I'm just going to go do that thing now. And this was definitely a first for me, recording an interview while someone was driving on the freeway. Snap a screenshot. Let us know that you were along for this ride with us. Tag me on Instagram. I'm at Chris Van Vliet. Tag Luke. He is at Luke Rockhold. And I'm very curious. Very curious to see what his next UFC fight will be once he's healed up and he's ready to go. Mm, Who do you think it's going to be? I wonder. And if he gets a win or two under his belt, does he get a title shot? Let me know what you think. As Frank A. Clark once said, if you find a path with no obstacles, it probably doesn't lead anywhere. Hmm. Be great. Be grateful, my friends. We will see you on the next episode. We got a a couple good ones this week. Sadie Gibbs and Chavo Guerrero. We'll see you soon.